what we've got here is failure to communicate. Yeah, I'm Dana White, and you're in the ring with Callum McGregor. First fight of focus is Joshua Weems against Fernie Garcia. Um, I'm going to start with Fernie Garcia. He is the or the, sorry the favorite at minus two forty. His reach is 68 inches versus Joshua Weems, which is 69 inches. With Fernie Garcia, it, it's really going to be a simple game of takedowns. He does have some decent stand up. The power's not quite there as far as the hands, but he has you know some decent boxing. Um, look decent and at least comfortable in that realm. That being said, when he has somebody pressuring him and moving forward against him, he doesn't really handle that well, at least as far as the stand-up game, but he does switch it to what he's comfortable with, which is the takedowns, which is the reason why the actual line is the way it is at minus 240, because his takedowns are relentless. Even when he's very tired, which we will talk about his gas tank, his gas tank isn't quite there, but he's always able to take guys down all the way into you know the third round. That being said... Although he's taking guys down, and I, I did try to find stats on the takedowns per round just to sort of take a look, and, and I couldn't find what you know what I was looking for online that I was comfortable with. Um, some of you may have the stats as far as his takedowns, but in watching the tape that I did, it looks like he's getting at least two takedowns around, and he does even actually hold people in position for a little while, but it never really goes anywhere. He sort of wet blankets guys a little bit. He does sort of ride the hips nicely, and, and he can roll with the guy a little bit, but eventually. He gets caught in a position where a guy sweeps him or a guy reverses position and winds up on top. I just don't know if he can afford that against Joshua Weems. So the takedowns will be there. There'll be three rounds to get it done. There's going to be a smaller cage. So we're going to see the takedowns. They're going to be there for sure. And Joshua Weems, on the flip side, which I'll get into, does have the striking and the pressure to force this to really be something where Fernie Garcia may end up winning by decision. Um, on top of him for three rounds. Now, looking at a little bit more in depth into Fernie Garcia's game, he's won almost all of his fights via decision. He has three of his pro fights that he's won via submission, all three coming via rear naked choke, back to back to back. And in all three of those fights, his opponents had a combined record of 19, 44, and 1. So I'm not really concerned about him submitting Joshua Weems, who has seven of his eight victories via submission. Um, and he is always active. So on the flip side of always being taken down, we have Joshua Weems, who's going to be a very active guy in his guard. He's going to hunt for the arm bar. He's going to hunt for a triangle. He's going to constantly change his positions to, to look for sweeps, using Kamoras to stand back up again. Um, he does have a little bit of an unorthodox style where it throws you off and you, you sort of downplay his value. And he has the slick submission skills as well, too. So I, I just think that right now, short notice... Um, sort of the way his style is. And then, yes, the takedowns of Fernie Garcia has made this line at plus 180 for Joshua Weems versus the minus 240 for Fernie Garcia. Now, if you want to dig into it a little bit further, although he did have three submissions that were, you know, against guys that had losing records, he does train out of Fortis MMA um, and Fernie Garcia. He trains out of Fortis MMA. And he's training there, obviously, with Alex Morano. He's training there with uh, Ryan Spann, Damon Jackson. So there is that slight edge there and advantage as well, too. Now, if we really want to break down where I can see it going, where I'm going to be putting my, my, my time, 
it's a dog or pass situation. I just think there's too many too many moments in the fight where Joshua Weems could take over and actually win and even possibly win via submission, if not actually even on the feet, if he can use his submission game to get his, his uh, you know, his opponent back to the feet and get him in front of him. Because if he can, he can also tag him and put him out. I see more path to victory story for Joshua Weems than I do for, for Fernie Garcia. It's just the one path to victory for Fernie Garcia is very dominant. But I will tell you, unless his cardio has gotten better, he just doesn't carry that takedown any further. He'll sort of lay on top of guys and then eventually he gets caught in, in, in a situation. Now, he has still won many fights via decision for doing this. I just don't know if in a Dana White contender series, when people are going to be going for broke, and, and I'm telling you, Josh, if you watch any tape on him, you'll see that Josh Weems goes for broke. I'm going to go with the dog here. I'm going to go with the dog um, straight up on the money line at plus 180. Joshua Weems, I'd take it, guys. Um, if you want to even make a, you know, a sort of a degenerate type parlay and be ridiculous with it, go ahead and, and sort of do your Dana White contender series. But he's my pick of the day. I like Josh Weems in this in this play. Uh, as I had said before, I'm only looking at three fights here. There's two other fights where the lines are just too wide, and I'm done dealing with those kind of lines. We we accept them like we accept for Dana White Contender Series. We accept these lines like we accept Bellator lines, and they're just not gonna work for you. Like they're not gonna work for you at all. Some, yeah, sure they are locky. Uh, other times you're getting caught. So I don't want to get Sadalski this week. I'm staying away from two fights completely. And uh, we're moving forward into the next fight. But I'm going to say before we move forward to the next fight, Joshua Weems, I think, actually either is able to submit Fernie Garcia or once again, get it back to the feet where he knocks him out. Um, that's the way I'm going to look at this fight. Or at least, honestly, can just keep getting back to the feet where he's getting minutes where he's dominating in a, in a top position and, and landing. Where, yeah, Fernie Garcia may get some takedowns, but his takedowns have no value because instantly... Josh is popping back up again. So if Josh can land and do what he needs to do and then potentially put him in, in you know, submission situations on the ground, it's going to nullify, I think, some of the value if the judges are where they need to be if it went the distance, even still getting Josh Weems the victory. So I'm going to go with Josh Weems on this. I know a lot of you guys are going to want to fade it. Do it. But I, I'm going to go with the dog on this one. This one's like a dog or pass for me, 100%. So just as we're recording this, Josh Weems has missed weight. So in looking at him, I don't think this is a, I missed weight because it was too hard. I think it was, I'm going to trade missing weight for value in the cage. You can see that he's looks pretty good. Um, so, I mean, now I think he's sitting at about plus 200. It's only benefiting him more. So Josh Weems, that's the dog of the day. So once again, I see angles. Uh, I like to predict the fights, break it down for you guys if uh, you don't like it. What we've got here is failure to communicate. 